When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of February 14th, 2023, here on News AF. If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yeah, happy Valentine's AF here today. And uh, we're going to talk about everything going on uh, in the world. Some huge stories to uh, break down. And uh, there is uh, no better news team around to do it with here than uh, the people we have assembled for you today. First, here he is. Of course, uh, celebrating Valentine's Day, Wellness Week, and more. He's Pickleball's mm-hmm. top influencer and Father Nature. It's Tyson Apostle. Tyson, how are you? Great, 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 great. I'm great. Yeah. Yes. Tyson, Very, the Super Bowl yeah. just came through your oh your gosh, hometown yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it sure did. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a weird spot to be in, but I think, uh, I don't know if I told you guys about it already, but it feels like. Uh, like Danny would feel it more like the Sundance Film Festival where there's all these happenings and it's like yeah. Friday night. You can see this famous person or you can go to the here and see this famous person. You can go to here and see this famous person or you can go here and see this famous person. Like, I don't want to see any of them, but I feel like if I don't do anything, it's like uh, the whole goal around the Super Bowl buildup is just to create FOMO for everyone. Oh, yeah, that's a good theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like every single waking moment of uh, the week long build up to the Super Bowl is just like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. These people are there. These people are there. Don't miss here's, out. Don't miss out. Oh, man, more stuff going on. And you're just like, Ugh. I actually canceled a thing that I was supposed to go to just because I just was like not in it. And uh, then uh, went to one. Uh, thing the mullet arena gave us tickets to see uh Bert Kreischer, I think is mm-hmm. how you say his name. And uh, his uh opener, one of his openers, Shane Gillis, was very, very funny. Mm-hmm. So, shout out Shane Gillis, uh, Bert, you're fine too. Mm-hmm. Did he wear a shirt? I, I looked up, nope, Bert Kle- pop yeah, that pop that right off. Yeah, I think that's his thing. Does uh, it is no- his thing. why? What does it do? Like, uh- he's built like uh, one of our friends, Danny Dana, he's built like exactly like Dana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pops his shirt off real quick, and then the whole audience goes berserko. And then they have the shirt off cam where all the dudes in the audience uh, have their shirts off, and they go. And it's like, it's like the kiss cam, but it's just shirts off, bros with shirts off. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. It, yeah, it's a thing. It's a it's a niche. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And then some of those guys brought girls, so there were also some girls there. Okay. Good. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And then let's find out uh, if he even checked out the Super Bowl. It's Danny Bryson. Danny, how are you? I know who won. You know who won? Yes. Do you know how they won? I also did watch the halftime show at high speed. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's all I know about the Super Bowl. I already went on my Valentine's date, though, guys. You just did? So you know, got it out of the way early. Yep. Liz and I went to the dermatologist together. 
was super romantic because hospitals are known to be some of the most romantic places. Mm-hmm. You did that today? Yeah. I already had them apply liquid nitrogen to my face. So it feels like a beast stung my face five times. What for? What, well, for what purpose? What do you mean what, for what purpose? Why do you have liquid nitrogen on your face? Because you have suspicious spots on your skin. Right? So they're burning them off? So they, they, well, they probably just love it. So they're like, you know what? We could just let this go for a couple more years or we could burn this off right Better now. Better be safe than sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, well, just burn it off right now because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's more just sitting back there. And did you know waiting. that you had those on your face or you went Yeah, we went for a specific like, reason. I had a big old crusty on my ear. So I was wow. like, this is concerning. It's like a dried booger that grows and shrinks. Uh, so mm-hmm. remember cycling, Tyson? You're out in the sun for like nine hours. Oh, I know. I'm checking my face right now and I don't have any. crusties? Any, nope. Nope. Maybe you're just blessed with like the blessed. perfect skin. Yeah. Yeah, between that know. and Survivor, yeah, she did say she did say the dermatologist that my lips were wrecked, and that caused me consternation. Mm-hmm. Like, she, your your lips are beat. I was like, oh, really? that's not very nice. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure she couched it in kinder terms, but yes, in my mind, I'd interpret it as like, whoa, your lips have taken a beating. Was she trying yeah. to get you to rope you into coming back in for a collagen injection? Uh, n- no, I don't even know if that would help. It's the sun damage. Remember oh, all this? I always damage. come back with big old bleedy lips. Yeah, yeah you like do. You can't, just because the boogers wash off the sunscreen and then you're licking them all the time because the boogers are so salty. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're outside exercising like on a glacier and you no. can't escape the sun because it's coming at you from- Not relating people. to any of this. Okay, so- Yeah, Rob, well, do not relate. Let's all go out, spend some time on a glacier and see how mm. badly your lips get burned. Mm. So anyway, it was uh, super romantic, but now I'm done. I don't have to do anything romantic for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Good to get it out of the way. Did Liz get checked out too, or just you? Yeah, she uh, got checked out as well. That's what I mean. It was a date. We were and in the she... office. I didn't know they allowed this. We were in the office at the same time. Yeah, getting so. your dry boogies simultaneously yes. getting uh, frozen. How was yes. Liz's skin? Better than mine. She takes better care. And plus, she doesn't spend nine hours outside every day. Sure. Mm -hmm. She showed the lady her leg. She's like, oh, I got something on my leg. And the lady complimented how white they were, which is such a a weird but totally a dermatologist type of compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, those those look great. Those (laughs) look great. Most of society would be like, you look like Casper the Ghost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get some sun on those. But But what about like... The liver king is going to tell you to get your vitamin D and you're not getting Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. While yeah. eating the liver, you have to, there was a trend. I don't know if you guys remember where it was like you wanted to get uh, sun on your scrotum. Remember that? He started. How can I forget. Yeah. Was he the one that started yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I remember that trend coming up. And so, yeah, it's just. That's classic <sighs> LK. Yeah, that is classic <laughs> LK, dude. That's, I think that's one LK. of the, what is it? The nine tenets? Uh-huh. One of, of the nine tenets. Mm-hmm. Get that vitamin yeah. D on that scrub. Yeah, Danny, wow. could you imagine the getting the liquid nitrogen you know where oh, after too much gosh. sun damage? Mm-hmm. Having yeah. the testicle pop right out of that bag. That is a good thing is that area doesn't see a lot of sun unless you're a nudist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's really the problem, Danny. Yeah, oh, it is you're saying problem. that's the problem. That's what, oh, okay. Well, I thought about creating a pair of pants that just prop them out there, you know, just them. So you could sit out in your backyard and just sun that. Because you don't want your whole body to get the sun. I think the issue oh. is, I think that you need from like the bottom. Like, I kind of feel like it's hard to like, uh, like unless you're like uh, upside down, 
think it's kind of oh, hard for wow. the sun to get where it needs. You know, the, you know, they say like where the sun don't shine. Like that's so wait, where, you, wait, is he using like mirror or those weird tinfoil reflective things? I think he's like it? laying down. <sighs> right now he's probably not doing anything since uh, his credibility is shot. Mm-hmm. No, I so. don't think it stops him. People Guys, have no look, shame. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, this is Valentine's day. I've got my kids off to school with all their candy notes boxes mm-hmm. um my little girl wrote a bunch of notes and drew pictures for all of her classmates and liz and i were commenting this morning on whether or not that was a good thing you know or whether or not she'd be made fun of for her notes and drawings why yeah, kids can be cruel yeah she, how old is she? she's seven she's seven so she's not there yet to like the real cruel age so we're hoping that she can get through valentine's day with any mm-hmm. rude or mean boys okay. yeah oh that's that's fun though that she took time to write. Notes. She did. I mean, she brought them into me, and I was like, "This is what you've been doing in the kitchen for the last two hours." I appreciated the no hassle. Yeah. But, <laughs> wow. For your classmates, <laughs> they wouldn't appreciate this. As They're much not going to appreciate the time she spent. On no, that. not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. not at all. Yeah, we had uh, Rachel made Valentines. Yeah. Uh, for all the kids in the class, she just went and printed them out. And she went to Alpha Graphics and paid to have them paid on car, uh, printed on cardstock. Got, gets back, realizes that the Alpha Graphics didn't do as many as she had ordered. Uh oh. So I get sent to Target to find some cardstock. There's no cardstock at Target that I see. So I bring back the thickest paper I can find. <laughs> and not good enough. Not good enough. <laughs> and I'm like, which for the kids, I'm sure it would have been fine. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. The kid, well, that's the thing. I was like, literally, the kids aren't going to care. Mm-hmm. The kids' parents, if they ever see this, they're not going to care or know the yeah. difference. The only person is you. And I think the only reason you care is because I didn't do the exact thing you wanted mm-hmm. me to do. Yeah. And so it was, but she did come around. She's like, fine. Okay. Yeah. Fine. And make no mistake. These, like, the life cycle of these cards is hours and hours and hours, hours. of work for the adults in the process. Uh-huh. They go to the school. Mm-hmm. And then from the school that uh, that they are in the bottom of the backpack or the garbage within 24 hours. Yep, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did melt crown. We did melt all of our crayons down to heart shapes, and that's oh, what we are giving all the kids is wow. uh, heart shaped crayons. I thought you were yeah. gonna say you melted your crayons and then did like your your royal seal into it <laughs> with my every letter ring with your yeah. signet ring mm-hmm. with the lion ring yeah. Yeah. that would be cool that'd that be would great be cool that'd be great all right well let's talk about some of uh, the valentine's day gifts that are being exchanged and there's a new study that says hey uh you may want to think twice about some of these valentine's days uh gifts that you're going because if you're just going for the easy way out being cliche uh that's maybe no good because according to uh, this study of 2,000 Americans, one in five people or uh, actually 23% have considered leaving their partner after getting a cliche gift. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that's drastic for a gift for a made-up holiday. Well, mm-hmm. but also uh, is... And this is where I don't know, are we getting the full scoop is have those people contemplated that before? Is that have they ever been in a relationship draw here? Yeah. Or like, are they, have they been planning this for years and years and years? And this is that's so true. Yeah. 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 Like if I ever get in a relationship during Valentine's day and I get a box of chocolates, I am out. Right. Cause I think if you, it's, you know, 
from what I hear anecdotally, uh, you know, uh, that if you like a person enough, you, you know, oh, it's so this is so funny what they this gift they gave. Uh, and then if you're over the person, it doesn't matter what gift you give. Yeah, totally. Uh, the recipient will find it irritating. Yeah. It's a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day that yeah. disrails the uh, relationship. Not like okay. the, whatever well, else. All right. So this was survey, full disclosure, was mm. commissioned by... Angara.com, which is a place we can go to get handcrafted gifts. Okay. So they're already <laughs> beating the drum about bad uh, cliche gifts. Let's go to Angara.com. Yeah. Handcrafted, fine uh, jewelry and gifts, all sorts of stuff that like, no, we're not doing that for Valentine's Day. So okay. what you're saying is there's no bias in yeah. the study. Yes. Well, that's, they, they paid for the study, but then they're like, uh, that's just like what they wanted to know. The number one worst Cliche gift that 34% of the recipients that they would be disappointed to receive. Danny, bad news. Uh, furry handcuffs is the number one worst <sighs> Valentine's Day gift. Is that really given out so much that it's now cliche? Yeah, furry I guess. Handcuffs? I kind of feel like that maybe like uh, post 50 shades, maybe they got a bump, but maybe now. I don't go to Hallmark, the store, and just see furry handcuffs everywhere. Mm -hmm. Valentine's. Or even my supermarket with their Valentine's section. I haven't seen furry handcuffs as an option ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not no good. People would not like that gift. 28% said flowers. Okay. Well, who are we doing? Um, I, I know that I spent way too much money on flowers today. Mm -hmm. Oh, you did buy flowers. I did. So you're in risk at risk of, uh, yeah. Valentine's day. Just, not oh, I bought well. flowers and I, and I, and I'm, I am with some confidence, uh, prepared to hear some either like my, the best case reaction to the flowers is going to be, Oh, thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, and also probably that there will be some, um, you know, um, feedback about, you know, where were the flowers purchased? Um, you know what I'd be interested in seeing number wise is how many of these people would rather get nothing. Would getting nothing be a relationship mm -hmm. breaker over the furry handcuffs? Yeah. I feel like that there needs to be like a, you know, a front reaction wise, like a, a chasm between nothing and then yes. something. That's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, I, we need the positive reinforcement here. Um, and then 22% a heart-shaped box of chocolates. Do you do chocolates for your significant other ever? Never. You yeah. don't do gifts, remember? I know. My, my, even under any circumstances, my wife's not super into chocolates. Oh, no, we like, we like to eat chocolate in my house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but do you give it as a gift? You get like a fancy box of chocolates? Shaped in a heart? Uh, no. Mm -hmm. I just do the best tasting chocolates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was at There's my mom's house uh, last weekend and she had gotten, we were going through um, that she didn't open any of the Christmas gifts that I had sent her uh, because um, I don't know why, uh, but we opened them when I was finally at her house. Um, but among the gifts that I had sent her, there was a gift from somebody else who had sent her a box of chocolates. And then uh, we're having a real field day of like get, trying to figure out the map and then, uh, which are the, uh, what, what are the chocolates? But it was, uh, it was, it's not easy. That's a real like cognitive test to like, look at the map and then figure out what chocolate you're going to eat. Cause it wasn't mapped to which location. It was just the shape of the thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I usually just give up <laughs> and just start pounding the chocolates. 
irregardless <laughs> of what they are. Because really, how many of them are super disgusting? <laughs> Probably most of them. Uh, I think most of them. <clears throat> well, Not for me. I no, think they so all kind you, of taste the same. You go through and you eat all the ones that you can tell are caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. And then you eat the and the toffee ones. I feel like those are square. And then usually. you fingers crossed you don't accidentally bite into an orange cream yeah, or raspberry yep. cream or the worst case scenario a cherry cordial you accidentally bite into a cherry cordial you have to go buy gonna, another box of chocolate I like cherry cordials and eat more caramel and toffee mm-hmm. yeah I actually so, do like cherry cordial also. I like them oh too, my Tyson. God, guys are yeah. you kidding mm-hmm. me 66 no, percent like of red-blooded Americans prefer cherry cordials <laughs> I look for them in the box disgusting do you buy this singles at the cash register no but I, have. I will I used to work oh in, a, in a card store I used to eat them so wait so let's uh, we're all three at the grocery store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see those old timey looking individually wrapped cherry cordials. I'm like, these guys like cherry cordials. I buy two. I give one to each of you. Are both of you eating those? Yeah. 100%. If you're being nice, but honestly, like I would never buy one in a store like that because I feel like that you from, make your own. No, no. I, you know, I actually bought a box around the holidays, uh, but I had, for whatever reason I had one, I'm like, ah, these aren't great. Yeah. More than one is too many, mm-hmm. but I do like one, maybe even two. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, but, Tyson. I didn't know. Can we still be friends? Yeah. Wow. I. I mean, listen. Maybe I'm wrong, but there's just like, I just thought it was an unwritten rule that like once uh, humankind figured out how to make delicious treats, that nobody ate cherry cordials anymore because they're like old fashioned, like. When there from was, like the 1600s yeah. where they're like, we got an orange and a cherry cordial <laughs> for Christmas. And that was all we got. And we were happy. We loved it. We saved our orange for a week. And then when we ate it, we put the pills on the fence outside our uh, ramshackle hut so that we could brag to all of our neighbors that we got oranges. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just going back to this study real quick. Yep. If this was true, if this survey was true then there'd be so many more bust-ups after Valentine's Day because these are all the biggest sellers. So if this is what everyone's mm-hmm. buying, a lot of people aren't living up to their promise yep. of like breaking up after getting a heart-shaped box of chocolate or flowers. <laughs> everyone at the store today, because we went to the store this morning, yep. everyone was walking out with flowers. Everybody, yep. yeah. Yeah. Overpriced flowers, dash. yep. Yeah, I bought Rachel half of a breakfast burrito. <laughs> oh, Did you split that, it? That is so romantic. Yeah, we split it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, then let's talk about another uh, Valentine's Day story because according to this, I saw this study the other day and I emailed it to myself. I said, I got to remember this for News AF because there was a study that was reported. Uh, and then this is from Mashable. Mashable uh, came out with an article that said 42% of men surveyed will be using ChatGPT to write their Valentine's uh, Day to their significant other this year. The chat GPT hysteria is slowly influencing every aspect of our life. But Danny, for that, uh, like, was this like, were, was this like the, the, this was 5,100 people were polled that. I don't believe it, first of all. Yeah. Because signing up and getting chat GPT is so much more work than just writing down your of best. course of course so i don't know are these like 5100 like chronic chat gpt 
Users are like, well, like 42% of, I I was, when I visited my family uh, last week, I mentioned chat GPT, everybody around the, like, what, what are you talking about? What is chat, what is chat GPT? I've never used it, but I told Rachel to start looking into it for her work stuff. And she did. And they've been using it like nonstop. Mm -hmm. And I think like. Open chat GPT right now. Let's uh, get uh, I, a poem written from <laughs> me to her. Okay, well, I, I am trying to, and I think right now it is over capacity, maybe because it's Valentine's Day, maybe because yeah, 42% of people so are sad. writing their Valentine's Day. Um, but yeah, forty according to the 42% of the people surveyed will be, uh, of the men surveyed, are going to be using chat GPT to write their Valentines. Doesn't sound like they're going to. Mm-hmm. And Noah crashing. in the chat says he tried, and it says that the uh, the server's full. Yep, yep. So or she could use ChatGPT to talk to Liz on the phone. That's yeah. coming to listen to her. Yeah, and give me like cliff notes. That would be useful. Yeah, would you write a love poem to Liz? It would be awesome with ChatGPT. Yeah, write like, but like a super long one where she's like, "Dude, Danny probably a stanza." Instead of yeah, instead of hiking, I bet Danny's just been hiding writing this poem for with me. like one of those legal mm-hmm. pads, just flipping pages and yeah, on the mountaintop where you are the most. Uh, My dearest Elizabeth, <laughs> how I yearn for the heat of your touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but with better words because it would be Chat GPT. Would Chat GPT use better words though? Yes. Yes. It also has to know, because I don't know if you guys noticed on that previous article, but 42% uh, of people want their the opposite person in the relationship to remember what they like and don't like. Chat GPT doesn't know that. No, yes, it but it does remember what you asked it now. So yeah. I had to put in all the details. So now I'm doing as much work, almost as much work. No, because you're not. Do you, don't you remember mm-hmm. the song that it wrote for It was us? the greatest song. I've bragged about that song whenever the discussion about chat GPT yeah. comes up. Greatest anti-Christmas song ever that's, written by mm-hmm. a computer. <laughs> that's, when I, that's when I became a fan was I was like, dude, that song is fire. And it literally... Rob was like, okay, here, we'll type in some facts and here's our song. And it was perfect. So now you're saying it could, it could start a fire of love. Yeah. You just be, be like, effective. I write a, write a love poem to my wife, mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Uh, we've been married this amount of times. These are the things she likes. These are the things I like about her. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. My concern we- would be that then she would turn, start turning more and more to jet, uh, chat GPT and yeah. an emotional bond. Form. She's not mm. knowing that it's coming from chat GPT. She thinks it's but once she finds you. out, cause I have to come out or because she starts getting texts from chat GPT on the side. Uh, then it's like at some point. Yeah. What if you got blackmailed by ChatGPT? Yeah. Who is she in love with? Me or ChatGPT? Tyson, that- you're going to get an email like it's ChatGPT. Do you think it's time that we told Rachel the truth? Ooh, that's what's going to happen. Your credit card information, or I'm going to email her. You've that's told okay. me everything about her. I'll send her the credit card information. <laughs> yeah. Now, it said, according to this study, only one in five women is going to be using ChatGPT to write uh, a Valentine's message with ChatGPT. Yeah. Seems totally unnecessary Mm -hmm. to use Chat. We should be using this computer, ChatGPT, to learn more things about, you know, the unknown, not writing Valentine's Day cards. Seems like a waste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I did try to sign up for a ChatGPT Plus subscriber login. Is Whoa. that like? Is that like then these? <laughs> is that like like uh, fast pass for ChatGPT of that I, I can use so. it when it, when there's it's a overloaded? Server. Maybe there's a separate server for you to use. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, no, I think I'm in. All right. So so okay. Should we get a, a Valentine written real quick? Yeah, for Danny. Okay. Uh, say uh, yeah. Write a Valentine's right. home gotta, for uh, the love of my life write a, and my wife of 15, many, 15 write years. Write a Valentine's Day poem for, uh, for my, am I saying I'm Danny or for my friend Danny's wife? You, you're going to say you're Danny. Okay. Yeah, you can just for, say for, for my wife, Liz. Yeah, 15 years. Uh, been married 15 years. We have been married for 15 years. What are her five favorite hobbies? Five favorite hobbies? She loves- or three. She uh, loves sewing. Sewing. She loves sewing. Being creative. Being creative. Um, and one more. Taking care of her husband. Taking care of her <laughs> husband. And what do you love about her? Liz likes sewing, being creative, and taking care of her husband. Okay. Yeah. And then Danny, what do you love about her? Uh, she's sweet. No, you say, I oh. love that she's sweet. Yeah. What else? Um. Hardworking. Hardworking. Um, and. Smoking bod. Yeah. Yeah. Something along okay. the good looks or maintains her looks or works hard on her looks. Okay. Really? I think smoking bod would go better. In okay. You do smoking okay. bod. That's All right, just well, what. Let's see. Uh, All right. Let's see what it says. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thinking. Okay. Here we go. My dearest Liz, my heart's delight. 15 years we've spent in sweet respite. You sow and create with a talent divine. Your works of art make our home a shrine. You care for me with love so true. My partner, friend, and lover too. Your sweet spirit and hardworking ways bring joy to me each and every day. Your smoking bod and beauty (laughs) rare. Makes my heart skip a beat and dare to love you more with each passing year and cherish you forever, my dear. On this Valentine's Day, I want to say how much I love you in every way. My wife, my soulmate, my heart's desire, forever and always my burning fire. Dude. We are in trouble. Mm -hmm. We are in trouble as a species (laughs) because this chat GPT. It can't procreate. It can't procreate. Not yet. But once it can carry Uh, seed robotically, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going... How can how can, can we, we add men? white legs to the poem? Can you can because get it in there and make an addendum, okay. right? <laughs> um, can you uh, may, look at let's see if it, uh, can you? She also has white legs. Let's, uh, pasty white legs. Pasty white legs. Hmm. <laughs> and I feel a little uncomfortable typing this, but um, <laughs> okay, it's for the future. Does Nicole have one of those uh, keystrokes? Sorry, it, it, it's a chat passed on that. They said no, they cannot. Uh, as a AI, AI language model, I cannot fulfill such a request as it's so, inap- inappropriate and disrespectful. By the way, so. now I get why forty-two percent of men would mm-hmm. use chat GPT. First mm-hmm. of all, it put that together so Very quickly. quickly. And it did yeah. a great job. It did as good a job as I could if I spent like an hour working on those details. Sure. Really, you would have come up with the word respite? Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's yeah. like, no, Tyson, this, this thing is, we're in real trouble because it sounds yeah. like robots, once chat GPT can get into a handsome body, I mean, we're done. 
That's mm-hmm. the rise. The, that's the rise of the machines right there. Okay. Well, Danny, you said we're in trouble from ChatGPT. Uh, I would love for you to weigh in uh, for us. Uh, are we in trouble with the balloons? I know that you are the aviation expert on the panel. I know you follow this stuff very closely. I've been waiting all week to get your take on what's going on. Of course, News AF is, uh, for years, we've been covering UFO so investigations, uh, mm-hmm. Raid Area 51, all of the declassification of the UFO reports. And now here we are. In 2023, day after day, more unidentified flying objects are spotted being shot down by uh, the governments. And mm-hmm. Danny, where are we at right now? Here's the crazy thing. For, the, for a couple of days, I wandered around my house just mumbling to myself about this because my kids didn't care. Liz didn't care. I kept saying things like, it is almost unfathomable that... I went my whole life never hearing of an F-16 or F-22 shooting down something over the U.S. or Canada. And then in like a week, we had like four things get shot down. One was obviously a giant balloon. And then the other three objects or four objects, they wouldn't even tell us what they were. They were Mm -hmm. small and metallic, cylindrical. And to me, just that alone was shocking. Like the fact that missiles were fired off of a plane that had launched from the, you know, the home soil. Yeah. And then they wouldn't really tell us anything. Uh, although there was speculation, there was just more communication devices. First of all, people are just sending things up into the stratosphere and just, is this something that everybody does? Um, there was also a report. Are these that, your drones, Danny? Yeah. Are these drones? There's a report that uh, other countries had shot down things. And I would prefer that they be aliens. Then it just be then have other countries just sending things up at random to spy on people, because the aliens is something shocking and new, which could perhaps you know maybe bring some kind of global unity, mm. right? Because we all come together because now we are people on Earth, because now we know there's people not on the Earth, and so maybe we could identify as like, oh, we're all Earthlings. We need to work together to solve this problem. Whereas if it's just everyone, you know, no matter how big their country is just sending up balloons or cylindrical metallic objects, that's not nearly as cool. So I was really hoping for the alien thing. Um, But it looks like this, just like so much of the other stories, turn out to be humans putting things up in the air, Hmm. which I didn't realize that what anyone could just send something up and have it orbit the earth. Is there a, is there a threat to airplanes? Does everyone just have things up there monitoring as they circle the globe? Tyson, do you have a preference Mm. on if you hope that it's other humans or aliens? I would hope it's aliens, right? I'm not hoping it's aliens. Why not? Well, Well, are they going to be pissed that we're blowing up their stuff? It's just balloons. They don't care about balloons. No, but I did think, Obviously, I don't think they're aliens, but I did think if these were anything extraterrestrial, no one's going to shoot it down. No mm-hmm. one. I would, I would like to believe that even the stupid people that help run all, all these governments would have more sense than to shoot down an actual UFO. Yeah. That's too risky. You don't so, do that. Danny, after the big uh, China balloon that was discovered, that uh, that do you buy that um, basically they sort of like refined like the search filters of like they would, these things were too small and they weren't getting picked up on any sort of systems. And now they're looking for these smaller things and now finding a bunch of them. It could be, but we can monitor things in orbit that are the size of, I want to say like a cookie. That's not very big. Wow. So if we can keep 
track of all the debris in orbit. That's of a certain size. It's pretty small. I believe that we can actually keep track of all these things. Maybe they just didn't care in the past. Um, you know, but now that it's like, oh no, now we need to pay attention to these things because obviously it's it's a political liability to just let cylindrical objects float over the US. Gotta shoot them down, which is wild. Think about it, just absolutely wild that all of a sudden we're just launching airplanes and shooting things down with missiles over Canada, Alaska, the mainland US. Mm-hmm. This is it's just wild. But now the problem is if the aliens choose to come down now and they're going to give us all sorts of wonderful technology. Uh, free healthcare. Now would be the worst time for an alien to enter the atmosphere. They're you know, giving us like free healthcare or whatever. You know, like they come yeah, bearing but it's gifts. It's just to fatten us up, Tyson. Yeah, but listen, they come bearing gifts and they come into the atmosphere. But now we've got this policy of like, if it flies over us, we blow it up. It dies. Now it would be, it would just be a disaster. That's what I'm worried about: is that we might be headed for a disaster mm. should the aliens make their presence known right now. What if we got ChatGPT to write a poem to the aliens, apologizing <laughs> for the balloons? I know. Yeah. No, yeah, that might be a good idea. At least you know, right now, just have one ready to send out. Do we want it to be a poem or do we want it to be a rap song? No poem. I think we want a poem. Yeah, because I don't think it knows the poem. beat. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my real worry. Isn't that we're shooting these things down now? Is that we might have a case of mistaken identity and later just blow up these super nice aliens mm-hmm. that we're going to solve all our problems. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep you posted, uh, certainly, uh, from as these developments uh, mm-hmm. are ongoing here, uh, as we discover either uh, life on other planets that is visiting us or uh, more balloons um have either of you heard about uh big news stories this week about uh the new tiktok sensation that gen z is all about these days it's the borg i don't know what the borg is that is interesting we're talking about the borg yeah at the same time we're talking about unidentified resistance is futile danny because the borg are here to assimilate the young people because uh borgs is an acronym that actually stands for uh, Blackout Rage Gallon. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, so, please explain. Okay. So, uh, uh, you know, college age kids, okay? Uh, they uh, have embraced the new fad of walking around with like a empty gallon milk jug, water jug, okay? And they fill it up with it's half water, half vodka, mm-hmm. half caffeine drinks, half flavor enhancer slash electrolyte. That's not possible. That was too many halves. Yeah, it's a four hundred percent drink. Half it's half water, half vodka, and then it's filled with like a caffeine. Oh, like and, a and flavor. Yeah, powder. Oh, okay. Now that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hey, so Rob, as the person who has the most experience with the Borg, with the drinking, mm-hmm. yes. What do you think the effects of this are? Well, uh, it sounds like, as the name Stream indicates, uh, the blackout uh, rage uh, seems like that that is the <laughs> desired outcome. So, why are they drinking this? Like, just so they can get by every day without having to have any, you know, worries or stress? Or- um, well, I think that it seems like that. And then you want to like film yourself on TikTok also. You know, the gallon container, nothing says weird than someone dr- walking around with a mm-hmm. gallon container of any liquid. 
Mm-hmm. Milk might be more strange if you just drink out of it the whole day. But if I saw someone just with a gallon container drinking from that, that would to me be a sign that well, maybe one, maybe this is a response to sort of like uh, maybe post COVID. I don't want to share my drinks with anybody. And also, you know, like if you're worried about somebody like putting something in your drink, no better way to protect what you're drinking than to just be in possession of your own gallon for the whole night, uh, and which you can put a cap on. Nobody can come in and like uh, put something in your drink then, Danny. Well, I was also thinking this might be some kind of alcoholic, you know, the T12 program. Hmm. Um, TB12? Yeah. Yeah, TB12. This is the post, uh, the post career <laughs> the post TB12. Super, yeah. TB12. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. TB now, the sunburned. Yeah. Oh, he, by the way, he doesn't use sunscreen. That's part of his program. I yep. only just oh, found out. Wait That's until he goes to the we dermatologist. Here, bro. Yeah. I know we covered it a long time ago, but I forgot that part. And then just recently saw that obviously he drinks a gallon of water. So the Borg obviously is what he's drinking. Mm-hmm. And then no sunscreen. Um, so isn't this just a homemade four loco? A little bit. Um, so some of the uh, advocates of the Borg uh, mm-hmm. feel like that they can concoct their Borg to uh, whatever strength that they want. So perhaps if somebody doesn't want as much vodka in their Borg, uh, they could do that. And they could also see over the course of the night uh, how much of the Borg they have drank of like, OK, well, I'm only going to do half a Borg tonight. OK, you're able to sort of maybe monitor it a little bit and then save it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. You got a great name. <laughs> yeah. OK, um, this is they talk to some of the kids that are doing it. Uh, Aaron Monroe, uh, who is one of the TikTokers uh, who has been doing a Borg, says uh, that she could put purified water in it. Um, and also you get complete control. It means you don't have to put any liquor in it if you don't want to. Well, what would be the point? Yeah, yeah now it's not, not a Borg. Now it's just a gallon of water mm-hmm. or electrolyte drink. Yeah. So it's essentially electrolyte mixed drink. Uh, that's 50% alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yeah. Um, that, that's the it. powder is the electrolyte mix, right? And so, well, some people are saying that actually this is going to, it helps you avoid the hangover because of the electrolyte mix. And then also because you're also drinking a glass of water uh, for every, every drink. Yeah. Which sounds by like staying we, hydrated. Sounds like we need uh, someone to experiment here, Rob. I read, read an article yeah. about a guy who drank a glass of water for every glass of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So he had some system that any diarrhea at his pants. Well, to see if it would avoid a hangover. And I think he said it did because you drink less because obviously you're so just bloated yeah. from yeah. all the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, the millennials are claiming they did something similar called Faderade. Faderade. Which, which was vodka and Gatorade. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, so there, I guess there's like a, you know, good and bad <laughs> of the blackout rage gallon. I love this. College kids are going to drink anyway. I think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Are they going to drink anyway? I think I would start with a blackout rage half gallon. Yeah, just walking around with a gallon of fluid, just, I mean, you're going to get ripped. Make sure mm-hmm. you're switching arms because mm-hmm. you don't want to be, you want symmetry. Or just make two Borgs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Double Borg it. Could you funnel a Borg? Oh, no, that's too, <laughs> that's too crazy. And then you tape them to your hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Edward Borg hands. 
Did you ever <laughs> did you ever see that Tyson Edward Forty Hands? Yeah, yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. What I was yeah, looking yeah, okay. yeah. I, was, I just wanted to make sure that you do. <laughs> okay, um, are, are we interested in uh, on demand birth control for men? Would you be interested? In, could we put pop one of those in our Borgs? Yeah, what why it, not? That actually it's, is it's a good idea. A, is it just a wine cork <laughs> up your urethra? No, no, uh, brand new. Uh, scientific discovery on demand birth control for men uh, that you take it and you could take it uh, right before intercourse and it will block your fertility protein for 24 hours. I think you're right. Keep it in the Borg mm-hmm. or your well, Faderade. That's interesting, but I don't understand enough about science about uh, that happening to know whether or not that's effective because aren't uh, sperm sitting in there for a long time? According to this, that they said Mm -hmm. that uh, the inhibitor works within 30 minutes to an hour. First of all, that's a big window of like, does it work in 30 minutes or an hour? You're going to want to wait the full hour. Yeah. You want this to work. Yeah. It's like, I guess, yeah. And and you don't have to take take one every morning. Well, Case. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just in case you and your friends. Unlike the birth control, the, the traditional birth control pill, you don't have to take it every day. You just take it once, uh, and it will block for. But you know, sometimes I mean, maybe you don't know. Like uh, that sounds risky. Adam, sounds is risky. this true? I don't. I don't trust some of these guys well, to remember to take it. Yeah. Hmm. I'm. I need to see more evidence that these work. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, like, <clears throat> is it like chemicals and stuff? I mean, yeah. I mean, well, basically. Of course. Yeah. Then, yeah, that might not fly. Mm-hmm. Maybe create some kind of underwear that has a tab in it, mm-hmm. right? And then sure. once you take the tab, a yeah. timer starts and the underwear begins to dissolve. No, Danny, I think you just get, you get like two cell phones and just keep them in your pockets all day. And then that makes sure that. <laughs> oh, uh, I see what you're you saying. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta uh, have okay. a, a cell phone on both sides. Don't turn yeah. any of the radios off. Keep everything on. Or maybe uh, get like 10 earbuds. Right. But I just imagine like maybe it's going yeah. back and forth. And, and sit on an iPad also, also. Uh, Next to a microwave. Yeah. That should be a pretty good idea. Um, are you interested in knowing what the top five most satisfying careers might be? Uh, are these uh, study finds? People? Yeah, study finds. Yeah. Two thousand people I, surveyed. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what they're doing to have time to take so many surveys. Let's hear it. Okay. All right. The top five most fulfilling professions to be involved in. Okay. Number five is quality assurance analyst. Um, you buying that? Uh, why? Quality assurance. I guess so you get to make assurance. sure, like it's like a job well done. Yeah, this looks fine. Yeah, okay. I don't know. That I mean, I guess because you're delivering good news mostly, good news. Mm-hmm. or are you delivering bad news? Or you're like, this isn't good enough. They tend this to be trash. good problem solvers with great attention to detail, and they're dedicated to ensuring processes are conducted in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. number four, teaching assistant. Hmm. Okay. And then it should be no surprise what number three is then. If teaching assistant, no, if teaching assistant <laughs> is uh, the fourth best job, teacher. the third best job is teacher. Teachers don't look happy most of the time. I uh, know, but teachers have a passion for their job. Yes. There's nothing more wonderful than seeing children achieve and progress, says yeah. uh, a teacher. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Going. All right. That, number two. That sentence was created by Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Chat GPT is writing more and more articles, so we need to be careful. Okay. Number two, firefighter. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You fight fires. You're responsible for responding Safety to medical board. emergencies, hazardous situations, rescue missions, fire alarms. That sounds cool. That's the only one so far that I thought, oh, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and number one, number one happiest job, physical therapist. Hmm. You're helping people. Most people are receiving some positive outcome from what you do. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see that. I think these are all traditional uh, jobs, which maybe was part of it as well. Cause I think like, you know, what we do isn't too bad either. Rob, yeah. Yeah. Danny, pretty, it's, I think teaching it's pretty people. Good. Yeah. We're a uh, physical therapist probably in a way. Yeah. Well, satisfying is probably the key term here. We, yeah. I was thinking for like a while. You're making there, a change. Yeah. Satisfying, not necessarily the most, you know, the happiest or most fun or most enjoyable. But yeah, that make, does make sense. Any job where you're helping people. Yeah. I can see that. Somebody comes in, I can't walk or this hurts, and you're able to help them uh, get back to where uh, they want to be or make mm-hmm. some progress. I think that's probably uh, pretty fulfilling. Yeah. Firefighter, yes. I think, might be underrated also. Yeah, I've talked to firefighters. I know some it is fulfilling in some aspect. It's stressful. It's hard. Stressful. Yeah. Yes. So stressful. Mm-hmm. And I, t- I, I talked to a firefighter who said that, uh, in a like a smaller area, they said that they deal a lot with just like a bunch of problems, like the worst like parts police, of humanity. Like also, a pol- like kind of like a police officer, but even like but even less respected. And so they're like, we have people spit on our face all the time, and then we have to who, go get who like, who does. Firefighters. Firefighters have, have people spit in their face. Yeah. Why? Like when it, it, I've heard stories of How like homeless people, like because they have to go and like push people out of like you know like the the homeless camps and stuff like that. Like uh, they're on the firefighters that do that. Stuff. That's a waste of firefighter talent. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't just, know if they always do that. Okay. But I'm that, saying he he was telling me he had to go get hep shots once in a while because oh. this happened. Frequent. Well, I think that he's being repurposed. I like to believe that firefighters sit in their little firehouse, right? Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. wait for opportunities eat, eat to put and up. wait and watch TV and play eat, cards. Wait, and watch then, and then save people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I would like to think too, but. That's what I'm going to think. Don't change my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, how about this? Okay. Let's talk about the M&Ms. M&Ms, I feel like, are always mm-hmm. at the center of controversy uh, and they were you know i think steering into that a little bit uh with the super bowl of then they had the the green m&m was it oh uh, the green m&m was sexy and they made the green m&m uh not as classically sexy and they said maya rudolph is going to be the new face of the m&ms but that was like haha that was a joke bazinga the old mm-hmm. m&ms are back but here's the real m&m controversy okay uh so the pep Apparently, the Eminem Mars factory is a real life like Willy Wonka situation because uh, that they are they just uh, had to rescue a bunch of workers from the vat of chocolate. Yeah, they were supposed to, if I remember correctly, clean. They were going to be cleaning the vat and fell in like Gustav. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they got the, the thing is chocolate in order to stay liquid probably pretty warm. Is it not? Did they fall? And the thing I didn't see in the article I read, 
I believed or wanted to believe that they fell into a giant vat mm-hmm. of liquid chocolate. Yeah. So uh, workplace safety authorities have f- fined uh, a Pennsylvania Mars M&M factory uh, after an accident where two people fell into the vat of chocolate uh, that they were um, doing maintenance work. Uh, and, and I wonder, did the firefighters have to save them? Oh, that must yeah. have been a pretty fulfilling day. <laughs> that was Go to the M&M day. factory, pull people out of the chocolate. I also yeah. think if you fall into cho- chocolate, probably depending on its temperature, it could be kind of dangerous. Could you Maybe swim? too hot? Yeah. Too, no, I think if it was like too gooey, it might be more quicksandish, yeah. you know, and not enough liquid. I wonder if there's a real drowning danger. If you, I don't know. Uh, I feel like if you always have your yeah. lungs inflated, you're going to be at the top. But would, yeah. Would you rather fall into like molten chocolate that would be you could swim out of Tyson or maybe mm. like lukewarm chocolate that's like you're just like uh, in tar? Like, uh, yeah, like move. the beach, <sighs> you know, as the sand slowly builds around your ankles, that type of chocolate. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Like I as mean, it's hardening that, around you. I want it in between. Just mm. let me tell you this. If you are going a down chocolate in a, bath yeah. in a vat of chocolate, the coolest thing you could do, just mm-hmm. like put the fear of death behind you. Just make sure you do the thumbs up as your hand finally goes into the chocolate. Just your hand above the chocolate. <laughs> just as just like Terminator, like the last thing, mm-hmm. does the thumbs up. Just make sure that you do that because you will be remembered forever. Now as the that coolest would be a thoughtful Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> Tyson and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> Beat but it's that chocolate. ChatGPT. Yeah. <laughs> but it's chocolate. That Osha might be too is- cliche of a gift. Tyson soaked no, in chocolate. No, but a, a life-size Tyson in chocolate? Oh, you mean like an Easter bunny chocolate shell? Is that what you're mm-hmm. thinking? Oh, that'd be pretty cool, yep. actually. That would be really cool. Danny, do you have a special Valentine's Day edition of The Bolt Hole to take us to today? Yeah, very special. All right, here we go. Mm. Special Valentine's Day presentation of Danny Bryson's Bolt Hole. Welcome to my Bolt Hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yeah. Do you ever come across information health-wise? that finally illuminates a problem that you may have had. Hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad I finally learned about this condition, right? And it's not as bad as I thought How it was. How so? Well, have you ever been falling asleep, half asleep, mm-hmm. and had a flash of light in front of you on the back of your eyelids? Like oh. you think that someone in the room has turned on a light. You guys ever had that? That No, I have not experienced that. So yeah, I, have I haven't either since oh. I was a kid. So like, but it's not really a light out there or there is a light really. No, there's not a light out there. Nope. Never experienced that. So I've experienced that since I was pretty young. And at first it was very startling because it mm-hmm. is honestly as if someone turned on the light in your room for a brief second. But by the time you open your eyes, the light's gone. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Are you okay? So, well, yeah, that's what I always wondered. Like it took years for me to realize that this was just happening in my brain. And it's actually grouped with something else uh, called, and it had a great name. Um, I'm trying to find it here. Anyways, it's the same thing that goes with, have you ever laid half asleep and suddenly 
tripped in a, oh, in like yeah. a waking dream. That, and I ha- away. that happens to me all the time. So those are called hypnic jerks. Oh my God. And they're on the same page. And luckily the, this article mentions briefly the bright lights behind the eyelids. Uh, but it also talks about just jerking awake. Uh, and it was very, it was a huge relief to me to finally, I never researched it. I guess I could have got on, gotten on Google or chat GPT and asked like, what is this light I'm seeing <laughs> as I try to fall asleep? Don't go into but, it, Danny. Yeah, no, I, it, it happens to 70% of the population. And 70? Yeah, 70%. So Rob and I are outliers here. No, mm-hmm. not the light, the hypnic jerks. The light's uh, just part of that. Do you so have what, the jerks, it, Tyson? Yeah, I you get feel- the jerks, right, Tyson? Do I? Where you're laying awake and also you just go like this. Well, 70% of the people have the jerks and me and you are the 70%. Tyson can be the, you know, 30%. Like, so I'm, so you're awake or you're asleep? You're in like that stage between sleep and awake. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I never do that in bed, but like if I'm like falling asleep, like sitting up or something and my head tips or like that, but I think it's more of me like tipping that. No, that's yeah. You don't, you're. You don't suffer. You sound like you're in the thirty percent. Yeah, yeah, I never lay in bed, and as I'm about to fall asleep, I'm like, God, that's crazy. Yeah, because well, it happens to me. Consider quite yourself often. blessed, Tyson, because it's very embarrassing when you are in bed with your partner, <laughs> and then you have like, and they look at you like, what? What the hell is wrong with you, you idiot? Like, yeah. how how often does this happen? Like, okay, uh, so. It, uh, that's what the part of this article is about. To you, how often does it happen to you two? Like, is this like a daily occurrence, no, or is no. it like a weekly Probably, or a monthly? couple times a year? I'll say. Yeah, yeah, I would say maybe monthly. It's oh. triggered by caffeine use, alcohol use, sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. and for me, whenever I I'm deprived of sleep, usually after like a huge adventure, I yeah. will do it. And after like a, a long day out in the mountains, I'll mm-hmm. close my eyes and just imagine I'm tripping on rocks and falling off cliffs. And then I'll just spring awake. And like Rob said, it is ridiculous how much I move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz is kind of used to it by now. So when I have those spasms, um, mm-hmm. she just ignores them. Mm-hmm. Does Liz do it? No, Liz has never done it. Okay. But it's what just nice. Call. Um, no, that, that's not one of her idiosyncrasies. <laughs> But well, it's yeah, it, it's nice to have a name to it. So, Rob, now you know first of all that it happens to tons of people, seventy mm-hmm. percent, and it's called a hypnic jerk. So, hypnic next jerk. time your wife starts laughing after you spaz, you know, about yourself back awake, just be like, "Hey, just so you know, a lot of people suffer from this, and it has a name, hypnic jerk." Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, my, you know, and who knows. Uh, Maybe I don't know if it can start happening. Like I don't know if Tyson can start getting it. Sounds like I've been drinking a ton of caffeine. Yeah, how about a Borg? Try one yeah. of those. <laughs> I don't know what happens to you if you drink a Borg and then take some uh, manly, um, you know, birth control. Maybe you'll mm-hmm. get some hypnic uh-huh. jerks. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, Depeat in the chat screw. tells us that he played keyboard for the hypnic jerk. One of our favorite bands. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope that's true. Yeah. If he really had a band called the Hypnic Jerks, that'd be so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else, Danny? No, I've got a lot of Valentine's Day left. Liz and I might go to lunch. Ooh. Um, so Did you go to breakfast with her? Yeah. We went to the store to buy Valentine's Day stuff for our kids. Mm-hmm. So I did get a muffin, chocolate oh. muffin. And we shared the top of the muffin. Very oh, romantic. Very romantic. Yeah, chat GPT can't do that yet. No. Nope. So suck it, chat GPT. 
Mm-hmm. You might be able to win my wife's heart through your poetry, but you still can't buy her a muffin yeah. and share it with her. Um, what kind of lunch are you going to get? Oh. Del Taco. Del Taco or the Danny Bryson favorite Indian food? So romantic. Soup. I'm going to go to whatever fast food place Hot soup bar? has the yeah. most hearts taped up in the window. IHOP? Right? Because that's probably the most Ooh. romantic place. Yeah. IHOP would be. Uh, yeah. Danny... Uh, is Liz a fast food connoisseur like yourself? No, no, she won't go. She always uh, goes and then she doesn't eat. And that always upsets me more than almost anything else. Makes you mad. Like, why did you even, why are you even here? Oh, yeah. to be with you. I'm like, well, that's not a reason. Not, we're not eating together. You're not with me. Yeah. You're just a stranger watching me eat. <laughs> I'm by myself. <laughs> Basically by myself here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, I'd eat with you, Danny. Yeah. You know that. Well, well Danny, what about you, Tyson? Like, oh. You, you have a whole. Uh, you and Liz have a whole like day together, and it's and it's early for you. It's not even uh, like uh, eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what can I say? I'm a romantic. You really are. Yeah. Again, no, I'm no Chat GPT. No, but you're Chat for a, GPT. <laughs> for a human, I'm doing you're okay. Very romantic. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, Tyson, what about for you? Uh, well, Spotify's having their wellness week, so I got to record back-to-back episodes of uh, The Pod Has Spoken today. And uh, then days wide open after that. So, wow. yeah. Wide open we'll for see. love. But I, yeah, but that's not going to be like, that's still like four hours from now before we're uh wide open so you've created a trail of rose petals to your bedroom to my recording studio here oh, and just nice. be like don't follow this trail until 4 <laughs> 30 mm-hmm. yeah okay so uh yeah so that's it and then uh big pickleball tournament coming through this weekend i'll be making an appearance uh decked out in full fila gear and uh yeah, that's about it. How about you, Rob? What uh, anything romantical going on? Yeah, in your well, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have dinner uh, with mm. uh, Nicole later on tonight. Uh, but uh, otherwise, we'll just be you know podcasting uh, away a little bit of a you know slower time. Uh, I did do a podcast yesterday. Talked about uh, my thoughts on the Super Bowl commercials uh, mm-hmm. with Grace Leader. Uh, Drop that podcast. Just finished Groundhog Week. Uh, seven days in a row oh, watching. Ooh, Groundhog how was that? But I mean, I'm I'm very I'm, I'm glad that we did it, but I'm also very glad that I'm not watching Groundhog's Day today. Okay, I wanted to know do are do you miss? Because I think when I was in high school, I there was a time when I was watching uh, Strange Brew almost every day. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> one thing just to have it on, but it's another thing mm-hmm. to have to like pay attention to it enough mm-hmm. that you can do a podcast talking about like uh, new things from it every day. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's enough, definitely, material there. Yeah. Uh, but you still have to pay attention. Yep, pay, what about pay attention. Uh, that show I told you to watch on uh, Peacock? I haven't gotten to it yet. I've had too many other things. I've been trying to Old keep Bird, up with Australian something. Survivor. Yeah, okay. um, but I, I would love to watch that. I heard, I, I heard from somebody else also right after you had said to uh, watch that show. I heard uh, Australian Survivor's really popping off Mm -hmm. yeah there's been some uh fun episodes yeah a lot of people keep uh telling me to uh cover it's just a big commitment um like three episodes a week three episodes a week and the episodes are sometimes like an hour and 20 minutes listen i'm gonna tell you right now to all of our listeners i will never watch a show 
that is three episodes a week. <laughs> never. I That's never crazy. have. It yeah. goes against everything I believe in morally. <laughs> and I will not and cannot ever support a show that is three episodes a week. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You heard it here there first. It. All right. Heard it here first. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, a lot of the international shows, they do like a bunch of episodes, like especially oh. Australia. Yeah. Get, get me out. I'm out. Get me out of here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today for News AF. We'll be back uh, next time to talk about everything else that's going on. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. Bye.